to HeroClix Borderlands. I'm your host, Shay McClure, bringing you the meta-casual perspective on HeroClix, sharing my insights, thoughts, and experiences with other players who love this awesome game at all levels just like I do. Whether you are playing a casual home game, local tournament, or a regional or national event taking on the latest meta team, this is the podcast for you. All comments, suggestions, or questions can be directed to our email at lostinclicks at gmail.com. Also, private message me on acrealms.com under the ID of Colossus10. Go to our Facebook page of HeroClix Borderlands where you can message me or just read the latest articles and videos I have run across about this wonderful game. This is the night before the Harley Quinn set drops. Yes, this is November 14th, and I am coming to you live from my office and I will be talking with Mark, Mr. Fantastic Malone, and we'll be doing a Back to the Future episode. Yes, we will be in episode 29, reviewing the last four sets we've gotten in HeroClix and what we've enjoyed at about different aspects of it. So join us and let us recall some old stuff before the new stuff drops. I'll catch you on the other side. Let it begin. All right, here we go. HeroClix Borderlands episode 029. That's right, Back to the Future, and I'm here with my favorite Marty McFly impersonator, Mark Malone. And you know him as Mr. Fantastic. How's it going, Mark? Hey, it's going great. How about you? All right. Hey, doing great. You know, we just played a game last night, and uh, as you know, sometimes <laughs> it stings, doesn't it? Let me just confirm or clarify uh, we've played a couple of games in the last few days, and I have taken thorough beatings at your hands. So uh, a wounded, sensitive Mr. Fantastic is, <laughs> is on the podcast tonight. <laughs> and that's after you've been beating up on me for three or four games in a row, and that's way it kind of goes with us. But, yes. yeah, last night was an interesting match, so that's going to be – but how are you enjoying the online matches? Do you like doing it? Because, you know, a lot of viewers kind of send me questions about them and all that. So how do you like doing them? Oh, I think it's great. It's great. The, 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 uh, the fact that we live 350 miles apart and we've I've played more games of clicks against you than anyone else, um, there's a comfort level there. So, no, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah, I kind of like moving the pieces around on the map, too, better than, like, a representation. Yeah, that's the the only – I guess the only downside is occasionally one of us will say, hey, you've got that piece in the wrong spot. It's usually you correcting me, but that's a minor minor issue. I I think it's minor. I I mean, I was just saying I'd prefer to have the figures out, moving them around the board than playing it on the computer, you know. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I agree 100%. Yeah. And so, hey, how's your local scene going? You know, we're not heard much about it. I know I've dropped out of my local scene just for, you know, you know I've been going through some uh, family matters and stuff like that, so I haven't been able to make it back out to my venue. But how's your venue doing? It's sort of the same, but for different reasons. I haven't been to a tournament, I guess, since right before we, I was on the last podcast, and I've had um, – a lot of work, travel, and other things that have prevented me from being able to play, but with a new set coming out tomorrow, I'm going over to a new venue and playing tomorrow night in a sealed event, so I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. Harley Quinn drops tomorrow, people, and we're all looking forward to it. I've got to admit, I don't know about you, Mark, but when it first came out and I heard a Harley Quinn set, I just didn't know. And then the more they have 
showing these previews, the more I'm like, okay, I can get behind this set. I kind of, I'm enjoying the flavor of it. I think it might be yes. fun to play. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for it. I, I won't I say, I'm, I'm not going to say Avengers Defenders were pumped, but I am pumped and I think it's going to be a pretty good set. And once we get those figures out, you know, me and you, we'll play them. We'll find out how they roll. Yeah, we'll actually do a face-to-face game early next week because I, I will be in in town. Oh so yeah, definitely. so. Oh yeah, and I'll, I will I will write down my booster pools and we'll do a <laughs> a, a, a little random draft like we like to do, and we'll just throw some teams together. We'll we'll throw down and have a good time. Yeah. Um, so I think that's fun. I I think you've got to stay in your local scene, but you know sometimes you have to come out and you have to go back in and you kind of do the best you can and kind of keep your clicks mojo going. I know the more you play, the better you get. Um, well, those little uh, sealed events that we do where we're doing the random booster thing, um, I've actually enjoyed that because it, it gets you to play some figures you might not normally play. And when I look through getting ready for this podcast, it was interesting. Some pieces I hadn't played since we, you know, sort of moved off that set. We're doing those, those, uh, random boosters so it was kind of fun to go back and look at it and then sort of think through the fact that um there's some pieces they, they might be perfectly good pieces i just for whatever reason uh gravitate away from so i i think it's just kind of natural where we get more and more sets out we kind of gravitate to the new and forget about yeah, the old yeah, right and there's some great pieces out there i love playing and you pull them back out and you're like hey these are still viable and oh, yeah, absolutely I like what we do. We like to revisit old, like the other night. We played a, uh, what was it, five, was it 400 points? And you had to pull one from each set. You had to have a figure from each set and the 400 points. Yeah, I think it was. And then we did three out of the four sets the next game, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, that was that was uh, revisiting some of the older stuff, too. So, that was not, and I say older, it all came out this year. So, it's not that old. So. Yeah, we're talking May. It came out right before we went to Origins. You know, we're not talking. I mean, I, I mean, I brought, at Origins, I brought you that Hulk, <laughs> Avengers Defenders War Hulk. You know, yeah. it feels like it's been a year ago with as many sets has come out, but I'm kind of excited. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I know Mark watched it tonight, but I have some other projects going on. I started that Lost in Clicks on YouTube. I, I know you watched it. Um, you, I, the last time we was on, you remember Matt? Matt did the logo mm-hmm. for me. I don't know if okay. you did that. Okay, I, was you. I was wondering where the new logo came from. I have Matt put that on. He's actually got me a Lost in Clicks logo. He's awesome. He does a great job. He's got his Games Rules podcast. So that's, a, that's an awesome guy to go check out. But, yeah, so I'm going to try, try and start that. And I meant to tell you, Mark, and I'm, I'm going to announce it right now, is that my episode two of the um, Lost in Clicks is going to be that match we did last night. I'm going to replay one of the uh, crucial moments of that match and go over, you know. <laughs> Let's these... discuss where Mark made a horrific error. And was... <laughs> well, no, I wasn't going to discuss that. I, I was going to give that option where people can kind of try and figure it out. But, um well, let's just say that I was on the Titanic and I could have steered away from the iceberg, but I chose to go head headlong into it. So <laughs> you went down slowly after, and, and, and we know what I, yeah, and it was a slow demise after that, with no hope of recovery. So. Well. Well, I, in the video, really, what I want to point out is kind of like the um, the thought process, because you you and I both know that 
when it comes to crucial moments, there's a certain order in which you have to do everything. So in my next video, I'm going to kind of go over, hey, look, you've got to do things in this certain order and it produces maximum results. And then uh, when you do that, you give yourself a really good shot at, at pulling off something cool. But anyway, that's coming up with me. That's my project. I'm hoping to get that out. Um, like I said, you know, currently podcasts, always going to have a guest host, going to try to get about two out a month. This is my first one. This is my first one for November and I'll get another one out. Ooh, don't have a lot of time to do that. And try to do about two videos a month. Um, and I don't know if I have that much time for anything else, but it's fun. I know me and Mark, I, I can't speak for Mark, but actually since we started playing online, I've, I've gotten better at it and it's just a lot more fun too. And you know, hooking up with an old friend that knows how to play and that I love playing against just makes it so much more fun. Yep. Absolutely. All right, let's get to it. You know, the main topic tonight is we're going to do this Quattro review. We're going to go back in time. We're going to go back with Doc Brown, and we're going to look at the old sets. And when I call them old, they came out in May. We're just yeah. going to kind of go over some of our highlights. We're going to keep it very simple. We're going to look at four categories in each set. We're each going to name a common we liked. We're each going to name an uncommon. We're each going to name a rare, and we're going to name a super rare chase colossal that we liked. And we will tell why we liked them fun meta or we just like the way they look and just kind of cover anything that comes to mind what we like using them for and you know what i'm i'm gonna let mark start out and we're gonna jump into avengers defenders war and we're gonna jump in what was your common that you really liked if you're looking back over that set what's the common that you really like in it yeah for this set you know they had the shifting focus pieces in there and Part of my thought process getting ready for this was what pieces did I do I tend to gravitate towards? So and we're probably and I know I looked at your list and we're probably guilty of putting a lot of those figures on this on this list. Um, but I guess I've got a couple of figures here, so I cheated a little bit. But I know, <laughs> and I don't think you and I are too far apart on this one. The shifting focus strange, so it's a little bit of a cheat because there's an uncommon and. Uh, I don't remember if there's a rare or whatever, but yeah, there's pieces. a rare. There's yeah. three common, uncommon, and rare. Yeah, that's right. So uh, the Doctor Strange and that one that we, I think, between us has probably been played as much as any figure has has been played out of any set. Um, and the Punisher, uh, but Strange is such a, a Swiss Army knife. There's so many things you can do with him. He fits with so many pieces uh he's just a fantastic figure at times i have to force myself to go away from him so i don't fall into a rut but punisher is a really nice figure too with um the different ways he can drop the hammer on people either up close or from range and the monster damage with that special power um, these are just two figures that i know that i really like so um i don't know if i would Hey, for me, they're really fun and meta, possibly, but I know I've enjoyed playing these two figures. Yeah, I, I, they have kind of dropped off the map. I, I really thought when they first came out, people were talking about the damage potential for Punisher, especially yeah. with his rocket launcher. They talked about that damage potential, and we've used it before where he can stay in stay off and then all of a sudden <clears> pop out with that rocket launcher and just really drop a huge hammer on your team. Yeah. And the use of Dr. Strange and his shifting focus at 50 points, which is really a support piece. And a lot of people have named him in their uh, top three support videos as one of the top support piece videos. But you, 
I mean, pieces. And you, but you don't see him on a lot of meta teams. And I don't know if that's where newness or his niche hasn't been filled. But, you know, I'm going to agree with you. If I had to pick a common, and I kind of cheated here, I just shift, I just put him in the common slot. And that is the Doctor Strange taxi. The common Doctor Strange is an yeah. awesome piece that allows you to carry it two people, basically, doesn't even need to be keyworded with him. He can carry two people around. He's got a huge movement. Um, and he can shift him focus into a couple of different options. Uh, the defensive one I kind of like, but really my the one I really love is when he'll shift into the rare one that gives him enhancement and empower. And anybody that uses it, he gets a gives them a plus one to attack. That can be huge in a game. I'm I'm thinking he could carry around Captain America Samantha Wilson, the chase, and then she can move after he carries her. He just has to he takes his uh taxi one, which is the common one, he carries her up 10 squares or 11 squares, stops. Well, she actually, let me take that back. She gives plus three to his movement. So technically he would carry her 13 squares. She could then take a power action. Before she takes a power action, he can morph into his uh, offensive one. She -hmm. can turn around and charge and he can empower her. So then he bumps her damage to a three. He gives her a plus one to her attack, knocking her up to, I believe, a 12 attack. And she gets she has super strength. So if he can be near her object, I mean, that's just a lot of potential there. I mean, he brings something. I mean, he doesn't have great defense or anything like that. Once you change him into that, you'll be kind of stuck with him. But, you know, a great first strike piece. So I like it. I think it's fun. You know what? He fits a lot of teams. So he can yeah, be that I'm good thinking, taxi. Doesn't he ignore characters on targeting as well? So he can – he's just a dangerous piece all the way around and I, I cheated on this because that's the same for my uh, for my uncommon as well I mean it's just it's it's strange and, and punishment yeah so okay so th- that's our commons and you just said your uncommons are your strange and punishers because you, you like yeah. them that much well I, yeah. I, I, went, I went a little different and I don't know if you remember but you know it just harkens back I remember your next one quite well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, that was, that's, that's the most fun I've had at Origins was he running that double gray hulk. I don't I don't know. For 75 points, he is a beast. He's yeah. hard to kill. He gets that steel energy halfway through his dial. Uh, he, he jumps his defense. He jumps his attack. He jumps his damage. Um, really, the only way to kill him is you have to target him so many times in a row. Yeah. And but I loved running him. He was a virtual threat. I didn't say I did well. I only won one game, and that was awful. But he was competitive even in the first game. I, I kind of struggled with him in the second game. But I have always had – I have a soft spot for him. I mean, he was on my world's uh, team championship – I mean, my team – team? Yeah, world's team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. He was on my team, and I just like him. I think he's fun. I think he's underutilized. I think people should go try him out because he can, you know, you carry him around and let him let him get hit and then pop him up on that on that uh, 18 defense, 11 attack mm-hmm. with steel energy, four damage. Uh, he has a charge. You know, he's just nasty right there. And so I I think that that's one of my favorite uncommon pieces. So I know, I know playing against you when you've used that team, I've had – I, I, if I recall, I know I've lost some, and I've, I've won at least one that I remember. But it's definitely a challenge to play against. Oh yeah, you have to. If you hit him, you got to finish him off. Yeah, it seems like I was able to finish him on one of the one of the matches. So, you know, 
one of the Hulks I was able to, to nuke with one shot, and that, that changed the whole complexity or complexion of that game. So Yeah, and, I mean, and what I like about him is he, you can carry him at the beginning. He has yeah. uh, Endom. Um, he has six clicks, so but he starts with Invincible, so if you don't have Outwit, you can't kill him right there. And yeah. it just so if you max out your damage on him for Invincible, you land him on his sweet click that has six uh, movement with charge, 11 attack with still energy, 18 defense with impervious, and a four damage with, with battle fury. So all of a sudden you've turned him into this raging piece. And he's a guy that, you know what, use him as a meat shield for Dr. Strange. Let Dr. Strange put him in base contact with somebody and just watch him just, just melt before your eyes. Yeah. So I kind of like him. He's cheap. He, he does a lot of damage. And so he, he's kind of fun to play. So that's our commons and uncommons. So what, what are you doing with the rare? What rare did you kind of go with? Well, yeah, I'm going away from the from my rut, and this is just a pure fun piece pick. Um, and I think maybe it's more fun against you than some other people. Um, <laughs> and I'll explain why in a moment, but I uh, picked Purple Man. Oh. Um, and this goes back many years with you and I playing clicks. But for some reason, when Shay's faced with a potent mind controller, it's like he just <laughs> it parts the Red Sea. Shay, Shay, Shay moves his pieces around, and it, it without even doing anything, he tends to sort of control everybody's facing. And Purple Man is a really good mind controller. Obviously, he's got the Minions of Doom team ability, so you can you can do some cool things there with copycatting. But that nine attack it's on his dial is a, is uh, uh, obviously not truly what his attack value is because you're always going to be mind controlling and his special power buffs his attack value up by three uh, and he doesn't take any sort of feedback damage etc so i know we've played him I, it's not that i've won every game with him I, I remember you very efficiently taking him apart at a game once we got going, but uh, it, it, he's just a fun piece to play with, in my opinion. And the double targeting and and those types of things just he 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 can cause some problems. And then later he picks up perplex, which is cool. So and oh. the evilness of his mastermind, where he can throw damage uh, to an opposing character, is actually really cool. So. Oh yeah, that is cool. And I, I believe if I if I remember correctly, Wizkids had to finally ring in on him. Yeah. And uh, I think they reined in his free roam power before it could be, as long as they had the token on, you could do it anywhere. But I think now you have to be adjacent to him to do it yeah. to him, yeah. which, you know, they, they had to rein him in. So I kind of understand that. But you're right. He's disruptive. Yeah, I see him on the board. Those first few I, weeks were just a blast to play with him. So, yeah. Every time I saw him on the board, he was a disruptive force to my strategy. I knew that. <laughs> For a seventy-point piece, I had to focus on him, try to kill him, and I didn't. I didn't want my my own pieces killing my own pieces. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I mean, I didn't want that, so I would target him, which is great in the fact that it kept heat off somebody else. You really don't build a team around Purple Man. He's more of a uh, secondary attacker, support yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I see I see that and his minions do make some kind of fun when you throw them in there with Batmans or some stuff like that. He has right. weak keywords. I would say weak because you got Thunderbolts with eh, spy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So th- yes, theme team, he's not going to be great, but you know what? He's a disruptor. He's not that many points to cause that disruption. Uh, it's kind of like uh, some Colossals. You know me, me and Colossals. I hate being attacked by Colossals. I'll go after them and 
<laughs> you know, it's very similar. But with everything too, is I think earlier on I was copying Mystics and until they nerfed that, so that made him even more of a, of a, a pain to deal with. You know, the yeah. early days. So oh, and I th- a few months I, ago. <laughs> yeah, but I think he needs to be looked at again because I think he's a very solid piece, and mind control isn't looked at that much. And his yeah. two target mind control with a twelve attack at the top of his dial his ability to wreak some havoc on havoc on some people with the new rules about mind control where you where you can attack and then move or move and then attack move half and attack you know you every piece is now a running shot piece or a charge piece so uh that's cool you know what mine was count nefaria and really, you know what? We're going to go down nostalgia because the only reason I really like that Count Nefaria, I think he's a great piece, 200 points. And I've not played him that much because when me and Mark play, um, Count Nefaria usually doesn't fit into our build totals because we have trouble spending 200 points on any figure <laughs> in our build totals because we like to have a lot of variety. But Count Nefaria, I have tried to build teams around. And I've in, I like him running shot, psychic blast. But really, remembering him back from his trick shot days when he came out in uh, Mutant Mayhem. Oh, yeah. You remember that? And he I taught do. us he taught us how trick shot was played. Now, I have always had a, 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 a deer spot for Count Nefaria. And seeing him back in this, even though he looks like Doctor Strange, he looks like one of the shifting focus Doctor Strange with a different paint job. He's an awesome <laughs> figure. He, he is. And he has those stop clicks that have regen. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's... No, they're not stop clicks. There's involved clicks with regen, and right. he doesn't subtract two from his die six roll, which makes him crazy good. And so, I mean, he's got some good powers. He's got good good attacks, not I, and seven range. I mean, he's fun. I think he's a fun piece to play. He's a guy you throw down at your local venue, and you can build a team around, especially a 400, 500-point team around him, and have fun with him. So yep. that's my pick. I like Count Nefaria. But, you know, there's some there's some love there from before. And I just like playing him. You know, well, I had that love early on. And then I've only played him at one time against you. And that was one of those games that I like to forget. So it, it, it unfortunately <laughs> soured me on him. I should, I should dust him off and play him again because I'm looking at his dial here. And I'm thinking, how did you get beat so badly? <laughs> yeah, really. Really poorly, really, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a... Uh... He's an interesting piece. Two hundred points, a lot to spin, but he he's got the clicks. He's got he's got some mileage on him. You pair him with the right stuff, he could he could do some stuff. It's an interesting hypersonic pulse wave combo at the end of this of his dial. Yeah, that's probably the one thing I don't understand at the end of his dial because yeah. it he can't do pulse wave and hypersonic. But then if right. you outwit his hypersonic, watch out for his pulse wave. So yeah, that'd be yeah. But, yeah. I understand this is more of a display type uh, nostalgia piece, but you know, have fun with him. I think he's a fun yeah. piece. He's not meta. I don't think he at 200 points, he won't be on the meta scene, but yeah, he's not got enough gas in his tank. An 18 starting defense. That's not going to be meta at 200 points. No way. So, uh, let's go to our super rare chases or colossals. Now I find this interesting. I'll go ahead and give everybody a heads up. We did not put any Colossals on here. Even though we love playing Colossals, none of our favorite figures in this category is a Colossal. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting here. So, why don't you start us off, Mark? What is your super rare chase or Colossal that you like out of Avengers Defenders War? I think you were probably surprised by my pick. I'm just guessing. But um, <laughs> I went with the 
Doorman moving Loki super rare. Um, oh, I hate that piece. I hate I that it, piece. <laughs> and I, I won't swear to it, but I'm, I might be undefeated with this figure. Oh. And I played it at 220 and it was 150, I think. Yeah, 150. Yes. Um, it's just fun. I, I played a, I won a tournament over my venue with this figure as my, as my main piece. And it was funny to flip these people's objects into, uh, into mindless ones. And uh, it's just, I've, I've had good success, but this figure is, is really nice. You know, you can, you, you, you it's a tentpole type piece. It's got mystics, but then you can, you can turn some, uh, some uh, objects into uh, mindless ones, and then when it's and I know you like to use the shifting focus. As oh, it shuts it down. And I remember a game against you where you brought in Strange, and I said, "Oh, thanks for the mindless one." <laughs> and your and your rate of swapping Strange in and out decreased dramatically for some other reason. So this figure, I don't know if everybody thinks about that, but it, it in a way it nerfs a little bit of people using shifting focus like crazy so yeah. this is not and and it was a bit of an upset i really like the uh dr strange or guardian and of course i love the hulk as we just talked about earlier but uh i'm really lucky well and, and, and it fits your swarm team mentality too your, your love <laughs> of turning these pogs loose and you know a mindless one with some psychic blast isn't a bad thing and uh, I remember at Origins, when we were playing the team championships, um, my worst game was against Dormammu Loki, and I didn't realize that he could turn these objects into mindless ones. All of a sudden, they're turned into mindless ones. Now I'm trying to run my double, uh, double Hulk up there, and they're just getting killed. I mean, I just yeah. can't get there because of all these mindless ones. And, uh, that game wasn't even close, and that was when I learned my lesson that I hate Dormammu Loki. I mean, I've tried playing him. I'm not as good as you, Adam, but he is a fun piece. He looks like he can command a board a little bit, and it, the two-point totals that he has on it really makes him more flexible than you think yeah. b- because you can kind of design around it. Now, I chose one of my favorite, which I, I, I'm, I'm not going to brag or anything like that, but I realized <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to brag. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's, there's no bragging. I, I, I will say I listened to a podcast, and I think it was Two Clicks from KO. Aaron Cantu was talking about that piece. And when he was talking about it, it was the same thought process I was having, which was, man, this Captain America is really good. And I went out and ordered it right then, and it was still low. People hadn't caught on to it. But, but any piece, and this is what I really like about her, any piece that breaks some major rules of Heroclix is a piece you need to look at. Number one, she breaks the rule of if you carry me, I cost you um, movement points. She doesn't. And her other rule she'll break is that if you carry me, I can't do anything. That's another lie. She can. So any figure that can do that brings a whole new element. And when I saw her, I said, man, that's pretty nasty. And I mean, that extends her range. So that she's a chase makes it kind of tough to get her, but she brings so much flexibility. She's a definite meta piece. That's something you have to look at. If you're going to look at an alpha strike team, she can bring so much pain for an alpha strike team because she also has perplex. Pretty sure on the front. Let me pull her up. She has has super strength to add to her damage. She has 18 defense with combat reflexes, and she has charge, and she has four range, and people forget about that. 
She has yeah. a little full range. She can shoot you if she had to. And so, Endom, and 70 yeah. points. Once again, not that bad. And, you know, that plus three to movement is pretty, pretty ridiculous. I mean, you can imagine her and Doctor Strange. As I said, they can fit together pretty good. And that's only 120-point investment, those two together. And right. they can bring a, what I said, third, well, if he's carrying two people, her and somebody else, uh, he would move. He starts with a 12, I believe. Let me look him up. He would start with 12. She'd bump it to 15 minus two. He would move 13, and then she could charge four from that. As row eight, you would start on two. She could get to 20 and attack somebody in 21 if I did my math correctly. That's crazy. That's crazy good. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy good. That's crazy good. And so to me, I mean, she 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 is definitely a meta piece that you have to look at whether or not it's good to invest if you're going to be a competitive player. So, you know what? She's not going away anytime soon. You'll see her pop up on teams, especially since vehicles don't take a negative to carrying. She's going to help them out. So, all right. Um, let's jump over to what if. I think that was the next set that came out. It was Avengers Defenders 1. Then we hit this what if set, which I will, ha- I, I will have to say, that this is a set we had to play a lot before we found a lot of stuff we liked in it because it, it just felt like a, a lot of um, retread of uh, sculpts, you know, so we had to kind of fight through that. I don't know what, if that's what yeah. you felt. I mean, there's some cool pieces, but it just felt like, eh, there's just a lot of retread out here. So, yeah. But not that we didn't find good stuff, but it's a set that you just had to sit down and play. You know, it's like, eh, yes. the figures yeah. didn't jump off at you, but they were fun to play. And I'll start us out. My common would have to be Jessica Jones. And a lot of people probably don't agree with me, but here's why I like Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is number 13. She has the Avengers and the Shield team ability. Anybody that has two team abilities on their dial and she's only 65 points, I'm going to go, you know, I love Spider-Man, love things that I can copy. An Avengers team giving you plus one to movement, and a shield team giving you the ability to increase somebody's range by plus one. And if you take an action, if you take a power token, then you can increase their damage by plus one. I think that's a, that's a pretty good team ability. Now, she's a flyer. She has charge. She has super strength. Uh, she can use super senses and toughness, and she does three damage. She's not that long of a doll. She does pick up perplex on her second click, So, uh, and she has five range. I think she's just kind of a versatile utility piece, maybe a little bit too expensive for a meta support piece, but for a fun team, you have some, you're looking for something that gives you a lot of little, uh, a carrier, a taxi that gives you a little bit of an offensive option and maybe gives you some team uh, abilities to use. I think she, she fits well for a fun, casual environment. Uh, so do you, do you push her or do you leave her on the top click? Oh, see, that's hard because she, she drops that defense to a 16, and yeah. and she doesn't have Endom. So it's situational. Nope. It's, she's very situational in the fact that uh, if she gives me the ability to sequence it right to take out a piece that's more expensive than her, I'm probably going to do it. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? If I can cripple your team, if I push her, you know, like charge with her, hit you, drop you drop a big five bomb on you and then drop into perplex where I can perplex down your defense so another person can come in here and hit you or perplex up a damage for yeah. somebody else to right. Yeah. 
you know, then then she's worth the risk of pushing pushing just to get to that click. I don't agree with. I mean, I'm not going to go immediately go. Okay, I'm going to do the PP dance twice. You know, like yeah. we used to do, and boom, <laughs> she now have perplex. That's not a huge concern of mine. She's not on there for perplex. She's on there to taxi first, provide a threat, and then provide some team abilities. And then if I get the opportunity, I probably am going to push her into hitting you and then getting on that perplex so I can do some other little things to her. Because once you drop her on that perplex switch, she goes down to two damage. And me and you both know two damage at times feels like the worst amount of damage because it, it does not do anything. It's invincible, impervious, or involved. Yep. I agree with you. It can be I, yeah, I'd rather have three because I, I I have a shot at doing one damage to all one of the, all of those. So that's my what if common. What do you got? Um, I'll preface this by saying none of these pieces were pieces that I've when I look back that I you know, tended to gravitate towards. Uh, Jessica was was a one I consider, but I ended up with the uh, Doctor Stark the forty five point piece that has the Mystic's team ability, which is one of the key pieces. He's got uh, a pretty good defense, 18 with willpower, and the prob all the way down is very short dial. Um, but he also gives you that ability to to do the swap out with the, the Stranger Iron Man, so that, which I have to confess I really haven't taken advantage of. But I found playing this, and I think when you and I played that last game, you had Dr. Stark, and he tends to be left alone, I think, because he's got the mystics. And he's this, this this silent problem over there that occasionally will take a shot at you, but is probing the heck out of it and is more problems than he presents more problems than you might think for forty five points. So Oh yeah, Dr. for forty yeah. He does, and he did in your last game. And I, th- his, I think his keyword of mystical seems to, as you know, pop up on Team Tree for some reason. I don't know why. But. Oh, it's a great keyword. And for 45 points, this is something I've thought about. The other great thing about it, he's got plasticity. He's yes. got decent attack, 10. Two damage, eh, but but against a support piece, he can take out another support piece. Right. Mystics <clears throat> protects him from everybody but people with Invincible. And his plasticity really kind of slows the team down. And 18 defense isn't bad, really. No, especially if he's got prop. I mean, somebody's got to hit him and, you know, roll twice. Yeah, got to hit him. We're talking even a what we consider a really good click that, that has a 12 attack, still has to run roll six twice, which isn't that difficult, but it's enough of a possible miss that, you know, you're not, you're not – comfortable with it especially for a piece 45 points and nobody's explored it but he can swap out for another character named dr strange or iron man right and i have been thinking i mean once you put him in you can't shift and focus back out but would there ever be a moment and it's something that you would want to think about and it's not something we probably can answer but the 50 point shifting focus dr strange do you put this guy on the sideline for the opportunity at some point you need to bring him in Mm mm-hmm you know, you need the prob. You got to hit this. Um, Doctor Strange has served his purpose. The shifting focus one, even with all his versatility, you're looking at. You know what? I really need prob. I need to lock this guy down with plasticity. Do you bring him in? I got mystics now. You know, right. so he provides another. He provides a fourth option for your shifting focus, Doctor Strange's from Avengers to Avengers War. Not that you'll ever use them, but right. you can put them on your sideline as long as you don't have more than nine people on your sideline. So I think people need to start exploring that. This 
just in case. You know, he says yeah. just in case. Thing. So I, I agree with you. That doctor starts really good. Yeah. And and if we jump up to the uncommons, I'm going with the other Dr. Stark. <laughs> and well, I'm, that surprised me a little bit. You put him on there, and that's that's not a negative towards him. I thought you might go with the with the only leader, but I'll let you continue here. <laughs> well, and that's funny because it's that same matchup you're thinking about when we played. I had an only mm-hmm. leader in Dr. Stark, and it did come down to those two. And I do like only leader in his double outwit when he can get it and his ability to see through characters and all that. But here's why I went with Dr. Stark. He surprised me. This click surprised me. Uh, when I played him, I thought, well, he's just going to be trash. But the traded um, energy shield deflection, the traded anybody gets within four squares, can't use penetrate psychic blast, precision strike, or the big one, pulse wave. Mm-hmm. There's not many people that can pulse wave outside of four squares. So he can shut down pulse waivers. And that's huge when you have a team that could be that uh, if you know people running pulse wave. Mm-hmm. He also has that alternate earth. He's not a bad attacker. Keeping that energy shield deflection down his whole dial is pretty cool. He has prob on his front. He, he does about a 12 movement. He doesn't have moving attack. Mystics. I think he's a surprise piece. At 115 points, he's a little <clears throat> expensive. Yeah. But if you put him on a team, I think he's a fun, he's a fun guy. He, I, 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 he's not meta, but he's fun to run at your venue, and he'll surprise people. And sometimes at a venue, that's all you want to do, to get out there and have this guy surprise people, and they'll go, huh, I, uh, I don't know how to deal with this. You know what? It can, it can get you a couple wins at your venue just because they're not used to dealing with it. So, but anyway, that's me. What are your thoughts? Well, I'll jump up. Well, as far as Dr. Stark, I, I, I agree. You mentioned his damage is just okay, but he's got psychic blast. He's got pulse wave. He picks up perplex. So he can, he can, he can bring some pain to anyone. So there's nothing. I, I remember, yeah, the game that we're, we're talking about, Stark and Pony Leader were, they just took, took me apart. So. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were the MVPs of that game. And you're right. Yeah. Only Leader might have been. But anyway. He was. Yeah, it was Only Leader. Okay, so mine actually is an odd because I don't know that I've used this figure more than once, but I've been on the receiving end of uh, your your friendly podcast host using this figure. I love this guy. I know, and for 40 points, and I have the uncanny ability, and this was in our number 15, who I just continue to knock on the click five, which he then hulks up a little bit. <laughs> you know, and, and I appreciate it every time you knock him right on that click. I, I appreciate even, it. The one time I was being careful, I don't know why I had spazzed down. It's like, okay, I'm going to push him over to this click. I'm like, uh. <laughs> So for those of you who aren't familiar with his dial, he's pedestrian all the way down. Two damage, toughness, 17 defense, 10 attack, blah. Then he picks up on his last click, running shot, uh, 11 attack with... Second blast, and then a little old thing called impervious 19 defense with four damage. And every time you've managed to hit this, it's taken multiple attacks to get him out of the game, either through your impervious rolls or just missing the attack. Uh, he is a real pain to deal with. So, uh, and again, for 40 points, you've used him as just a fill in, and he's not much of a factor. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the game, there's Iron Man, he's as tough as anybody on my team. So, oh, I, I agree with you. 
Uh, his one downside, and this is why he's 40 points, is that he can be easily mind-controlled. He can. However, his attack value drops when he's mind-controlled. So, I mean, it's a trade-off. He goes from a 10 down to a 9, so, yeah, they can maybe run and hit you, but I, and he's only doing two damage, so that kind of protects you. When you don't want it to happen is when he's on his, on his big click, you know. Um, but outside of that, the other thing I like about him, he gives you enhancement. And yeah, if you're in the armor, then that's plus one, and he's a carry, you carry him. So your right. running shot armor guy's going to love this man. He's giving yeah. a plus two to damage. I mean, and that's typically how you've used him. It's just as an enhancer until the time is right. To oh yeah, hey, yeah. here's my theory. He's, he goes meta on that last click. That's <laughs> right. I treat him as a as a like a object in a super strength charge attack. He is an object in a running shot attack. He gives you that plus two to your damage. Boom. He gets you that big shot. You know, and there's a huge difference between landing four bomb and a six bomb. Yeah. And it, and it could be the difference of a game. You know, it can just be the difference of a game. The ability to have that plus two allows you to pretty much land your base damage on anybody with Invincible. Right. So, well – up until three, but an invulnerable, you can land your base damage. So that's why I like him. I agree with you. He's an awesome click. You should try him. Uh, he's, yeah. He has armor and scientists as his keywords. I think he gravitates more towards the armor keyword. He has Stark Industries, and if they kind of pick that one up, that might be interesting with the um, – I don't know if he'll be in the X-Men set, but maybe in another set. But I think he's fun. I think, I think he's a good choice on that. So uh, let's go on to rares. Uh, I'm I'm going to name mine. I'm going to go with the hammer carrying Captain America, and this is why uh, he's just crazy. <laughs> he, I think he's really good. He's got good charge. He's got indom. He's only 100 points. He's dropping four damage at the beginning. He has a versatile dial all the way down. He also has traded range combat expert and energy shield deflection, which is crazy. So he can sit there with a five range. He can sit there and pop you for six with an 11 attack. Uh, he also can have leadership on his first two clicks. Uh, and he has a weird one in that if he succeeds on his leadership, one or more opposing characters of 150 points or less give those characters an action token. So if he's in the middle of a fight and he hits his leadership, all of a sudden everybody's getting action tokens that's opposing to him. Yeah. That can be a game changer. Uh, he's only on his first two clicks, but he picks up Outwit at the end. I mean, I think he, I think he's kind of fun. I played against him. I played him. Fun piece, fun piece. He's not meta, but fun. And he also has that alternate uh, Earth uh, trait, and he can replace Captain America or Thor, the sequel, or more points. So maybe some options out there for you out there. So what are your thoughts there, Mark? What are you looking at? Well, it's funny. I, when I originally went through this, I had picked Nico, but I'm gonna. I'm at the line. I'm calling it audible. Um, okay. There you go. Uh, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the more I thought about it, the, 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 the Punisher that puts out the decoys to the set the track oh. power. Um, I don't know why I overlooked it when I first went through this, but I know I've not had great success against this, although I had a little bit playing you. I think I've played at least two or three times, but been able to put the, the decoy out there uh, the decoy is KO'd by an opponent's attack. You deal with three damage. Um, if the decoy 
was not played. If, if the decoy lasts a turn, it pulse waves. Uh, it's just, the, and it's got plasticity. It's just an annoying little thing. And again, I don't know that I would consider this some sort of a meta piece, but it's a lot of fun. If you don't use the special power, his puncture, he's got 12 attack with precision strike and, <laughs> and three damage. So, and he's got RCE all over the place later. And if you do get up there at basing, he's got flurry and blades. So, um, there's a lot of colors on his dial, but uh, if you just want to sort of mess with someone, uh, the decoy bystanders are kind of cool. So, oh yeah, and um, you like to mess with people. Trust me. <laughs> Anything that can put out a zero point distractor to Shay is readily on your team. Ooh, let me throw this out. This shiny little object Shay's gonna have to go kill because you don't want to have yeah. to deal with it later. And yeah. since it has stupid plasticity, it's just yeah. annoying. And the shape change is annoying too. And the pulse wave and yeah. that's right. I forgot about the shape change. So you're having to try to destroy this thing that should be easy. It's only got a 15 of defense. Oh my it's gosh. Got, it's got shape change. It's got, you know, if you're trying to run away, you know, it's just the fight or flight. You choose flight. Let's get away from this thing. You can't necessarily do that. No, I, this is when I pray for poison. And you know, I'm not a poison packer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come up here and base me, Punisher. See if you like this. Come on, but, do it. But the key with Punisher is you got to get him in position. He's got stealth, so you know, hopefully he's he's hiding out. He's dropping the decoy on some unsuspecting guy. His range is slightly limited at six, not a seven or an eight, but it's a sixty-point piece as well. He's not your the centerpiece of your team. Uh, so. so that's cool. Uh, okay, people are not going to believe this, but. Neither one of us is going to choose Goblin King as our nope. favorite. No, and I, I hate to tell you, people, I never got, I never pulled a Goblin King. Never got on the Goblin King bandwagon. I think he was awesome up until they nerfed him a little bit with taking away his power cosmic, which he needed uh, at his seventy-five point level. But I'm not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> once again, I'm going to jump nostalgia, and this is one of my favorite all-time pieces. Um, I'm not going to say this does him justice but i'm a big spot and you know i'm a big spider-man fan and cosmic spider-man is my rare that i love i mean i pulled him i wanted him no i didn't pull him i'm trying to remember i don't think i pulled him i think i bought him uh, no, i think i pulled him i i want cosmic spider-man uh his ability to shoot through a wall and they had to nerf that where he can only shoot through one piece of blocking terrain but i like him is he a meta piece? No, he didn't have the damage potential for how much you're going to have to pay. Any piece that doesn't have straight fours down for how much you're paying for him, it's not going to be a meta piece. He should have had a five in there. However, he's fun to play. He has three point settings. He's got power cosmic. He's got Spider-Man. And he's Spider-Man in the, in the um, what was that called? What's that uniform called? <sighs> Captain Universe uniform? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I love the comic that had him in that. So that's another reason. He's Captain Universe. He, he gets region at the end. He's a great call-in for 75 points. A lot of people like to use him for a call-in. I, I think he's he, he's a fun piece. He's a nostalgia piece. He's a display piece. He's one you put up there and, you know, people look at and go, ooh, that looks cool. So he's fun and display. I won't call him meta, but I will call him a fun display piece. And what did you go with? Because we know this next one's going to be good. <laughs> well, well, one thing I was so for you, Cosmic Spider-Man seventy-five is where you 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 think he's best. 
Yes, he is. Yeah, I, I, I've been one hundred seventy-five. Maybe I've been toying around with that. The problem is, I wish he would have started with Invincible, not Impervious. Yeah. Uh, have you, as you have proven, Psychic Blast gets through that way too easy. Yeah. You know, it, it's just. You know, and but if you're going to put that impervious there, I wish that had been a 19. You know, at a 19, that's a difference. A 19 yeah. impervious, and you're all saying, going, crap. Okay. I don't, I don't miss each other. Neither of us have ever played him at 275. It's like it's not even an option. So, oh, I thought about it. When we went 500, I looked at him. I said, oh, okay. Uh. But <laughs> once again, at, at a 500 point game, I looked at his damage potential down through there. And I just didn't see where he would bring at 275 the damage I needed. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, a, that's a consideration. At 275, I don't know. I I, I got to so get him over four. You went to the water's edge and looked into the cosmic void and stepped back. So. And I said, Captain Universe wasn't enough to save <laughs> save our universe. I said, Captain Universe, you're not enough. I'm going to go get somebody else. And I, I forget who I played. Mangog. Well, of course, it's Mangok. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> All right. So for me, um, this was actually a tougher thing. And although the one I picked was was the leader in the clubhouse the whole time, but there's quite a few pieces in this this area of the set that I really like. But I went with Gertrude Yorks, mainly because I don't think I've ever lost a game with her. Um, I have. Uh, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. That was Hulk um, on a cargo ship. Yeah, oh Hulk on a cargo cute. ship. Just said, oh, well, the, oh, uh, old lace is over here. I'm just going to crash through a few things and go back there and beat poor recruit down. Uh, but this figure, I won a tournament using this figure, uh, along with that Norman and Lee team that I mentioned earlier. This one was on there. And not to get back, it was a different team. But anyway, the. Folks, I were playing. I don't know if they realized what the power was, but they just kept hammering on on the pog uh, on old lace, and I'm dealing major major damage. Uh, I had the ability to heal Gertrude if I wanted to. It's just now if you keep her, you know, snuggled in the back and hopefully safe. Granted, you're not able to use the the outwit or maybe the leadership, but it's a that, that's that's okay for me. You're just delivering a for 50 points, a lot of pain with that, with that pog. And, uh, it's just, I, I, I love this piece. This is in my personal pantheon of favorite pieces. So. Oh, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you, I went out and bought another one. Yeah. I think you had mentioned something about it, that some people running multiple, multiple, uh, Gertrude. copies of this on the same team. And that's actually pretty brutal. Yeah, because I was like, man, for 50 points, you get a pretty much indestructible pog you have to knock. If, you, if you're if you only doing damage to the pog, and people got to understand that, uh, the pog only takes, only doesn't take any damage. It deals the damage to uh, Gertrude at one unavoidable damage, even if it, even if it pushes. So you have to kill, you have to hit that pog five times to kill it. Correct. Because you've got to kill Gertrude doing that. And if you hide her in the back and she can't be touched, and if you have a healer, it becomes this pog you can't kill. His only downside is he doesn't do more than two. He doesn't have, he has a printed damage of two. Right. And with blades. Yeah. With blades. So, you, so you're going to have to roll. So the maximum you're going to get is three. But he's an annoying 50 point piece. And she does have leadership. And 
people discount that it automatically gives you plus one to actions, right. which, you know, we play on the, the swarm teams that I've ran. And then if by chance, old, you know, the old lace does, you finally, it finally does get KO. You can just move her out and you've got an outwitter with, with, uh, with willpower. Yeah. You if you take her down to her last click and then don't take that one. So, yeah. And it's a, uh, Young Avengers, that's kind of hard. I mean, I don't have a lot of good Young Avengers, but for a fun Young Avengers team, I played that Young Avengers team against you, and if I could have hit it, I thought it would be pretty cool. But I didn't at the critical time. But it does. And, you know, me and you play other games other than Heroclix. I mean, this is the major game we really love, but we play other games. And anything that gives you four actions to three actions is a huge advantage. If you can, if you can maximize that extraction, you know, you get four attacks to the other person's three. All right, you know, all things equal, you could start coming out a hit. Now, here's the surprise, people. I'm surprised that he didn't pick the other piece. This one is his favorite, but Peter the Hunter is another one that he loves. I think you're forgetting another one on top of Peter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let me see. You, you got, there's a, oh, Peace Machine. I wouldn't forget yeah. that. On the right team, Peace Machine is pretty effective. Yeah. Peace Machine, as Malone taught me, you know, Peace Machine has TK. You know, Peace Machine has Outwit. <laughs> He's just not there stopping you from getting all this damage on. And 19 um, defense. And 19 defense. And he was played with Peter the Hunter. And in that game, yeah, I did not go after and Gertrude, and I did not go after the main threat, which was hard to believe, Peace Machine. Yes. He was, he was limited. I had to go kill Peace Machine, and I went and tried to kill another stuff, and I got bled dry. I just got bled dry and um, lost that game. So I learned then Peace Machine. Uh, I will say this. Before we close the book on what if, uh, and this is this set, it can, I don't know if this sums it up, this, these are the chases I have the least interest in of, of all the sets. And I, I know there's great Venom lovers out there, and they love Venom. And I, I'm glad y'all do and that you, you thought those were awesome. I just – I wasn't that interested in them. Uh, I actually – okay, I do remember. I got rid of my poison to pick up another piece, but that's all right. I think I swapped them out. Um, but – here, I mean, each his own. I just thought this was the weakest the way we're looking at chases. This might have been the weakest, but we'll see with Else Worlds. So, you got which anything? Did to, you, well, which one did you have? Did you say poison? I got poison. I remember uh, now. I had. I got poison. I put it on eBay. Got like fifty five dollars for it, and Cosmic Spider Man cost me forty nine. So I didn't pull Cosmic Spider Man. I was very disappointed. I didn't pull a lot of stuff in this one in the rares. I pulled a Peace Machine. I pulled an Advocate. Pulled a Punisher of the Strange. Pulled a Gertrude No Lace, and I pulled a Thordis, which was a waste, and didn't pull anything. Uh, I have been a Thor, and I've only played the one game with him, and he, he was okay. I didn't have any complaints. I love the attack values and that. The constricting tendrils, I think is what it's called, the power where I can yank you over, but you don't always want that. So. Yeah, it's true. You don't. But the nice thing about him is he's got the plasticity, shape change, automatically breaks away, so it's not like he's ever going to be stuck if somebody's been pulled over to him. But. Yeah. It's an interesting piece, but it's by the means of my favorite. Right. Okay, so let's go to Elseworlds, which was an interesting set, which I thought was 
better than the What If set. And I'm a Marvel fan, but I thought the character selection was better and re- sculpt reuse was down. And it just is a little bit fresher. So looking at that set, to me, is better than What If. And I'm going to say as good as Avengers Defenders War or as good as Mighty Thor. But if I had to look at a common that I liked in it, and this comes back to I played with them, I think, in the first match against you and one on the high noon map, I played Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, Justice Rider. Diana Prince, Justice Rider, I thought was amazing. Running shot with four damage. And if she hits you, if she's the last person to hit you, then you have to target her the next turn. And I, I think in that game, I hitched, I hit, I, she came out and hit you. And then I think I ran her back so you couldn't, you couldn't even target her. <laughs> you know, that's just something fun to do to people. But uh, anyway, you know, I just had her near a flyer and they picked her up and <laughs> took her back. And you're like, crap, I got nothing to do. I said, she's pretty good for a, um, for a 70 point piece. You know, she brings some damage. She got decent attack values. And if you get her knocked all the way down to her bottom clicks, you got a little uh, sidestep and um, RC. And she does have leadership. Uh, she's a good figure, right, with you. Yeah. And she's got Endom. So she's an underrated secondary attacker. Uh, you dismiss her at your own peril. That's what I say. Any figure that's got four damage top down, if you dismiss that person, Wait until you get on the other end of that four damage. You never want that figure to get four damage off on you. Because that's that's like, oh crap, I shouldn't let that happen. I think we liked her the best of all the Justice Rider. Although I did like Kid Flash, but for me it was my favorite as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean she is. I I like her a lot. So who'd you go with? Uh, I think you've talked about this figure on another podcast, but that's Batman who's part of the shifting focus, but for the purpose of this discussion, and when we first started playing this set, I didn't have any of the earlier shifting focus sets out of, I think, World's Finest. So I was, this figure, with the ability to do all the perplex for friendly characters within four squares, he just, there for a while, I was running this guy all the time. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and for 60 points, and he's got uh, six clicks, so he's got he, he can take a punch. Got um, that interesting defend a couple of clicks mid dial, which we generally didn't, you know, didn't take a lot of advantage of. But I just really like this figure. I felt like he was really exactly for 60 points. It's a great support piece. Yeah, any figure that can perplex up something across all your figures at one yeah. time. Yeah. And so. I mean, I you do have the limitation of the same combat value, but that was a and you couldn't be damaged. So there's it's, there's some restrictions, but it still worked really well in my opinion. So. Oh well, I mean, just think about: it. Are, are you want to be defensive or offensive this turn? Do I want to do right. your attack, or do I want everybody's defense to go up? And if you keep right. him within his range, then he becomes this issue, and he's got the Batman team ally. So that's a great, yeah. I believe that's a great. Um, a copycat ability right there. And yeah, it's generally hard to get to to try to take him out because you kept him in the back a little bit and have your front wall of attackers. So it was tough to get to him. 
And he had Especially Lady Kong. They got still, but yeah, you do get up there and base him, and he's going to run away. So yeah, and he, is he an offensive piece? Not really, but he can damage like Pogs. He can kill Pogs. He can he can, he can kill a uh, Colossal too. I mean, he's got one extra damage. Most Colossals can't take two damage. You know, they can take one. So he's got some ability. Uh, I agree with you. He's great. He's a great piece. A great add to the shifting focus. So I. I can't imagine you changing him out that often for any of the other shifting focus Batman. You just have him off the sidelines just in case. But you're probably going to start with this guy and keep this guy in the majority of your game. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I will give a small shout out to Gunfighter. I think we both liked him for a near 25 point at RC. It was just he 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 often was just this throw in at the end of a three or four hundred point game, and he ended up doing. Can't make a difference in more than one game for both of us. Yeah, I agree. I looked at him and I said, "Man, Gunfighter's really good for twenty-five points." I mean, they just throw him in there, and you know what? He's got a little pop. uh, Yeah, a little bit. And he, and you know what? At worst, he's a target. You know, people go, "Well, well, he's one. He's one. He takes an action that can't be used against another one of your bigger figures." And uh, and so the trade off is is he worth it? So um, moving moving on to uncommons, you know I'm gonna go with this guy. I've used him more than once, and he has found his way on teams. And I think he does have some meta potential. It's got to be that Necron the Bat God. Necron the Bat God is incredible. He gives your team stealth. They gives them the Bat Batman team ally. And when you KO him. You have to be. You can't target the opposing. You can't target any of the opposing characters. You can't target like my, if it's my, if he's on my yeah. team and he gets killed. You can't target my characters unless you go within four. And 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 here's the thing. He's got two point dials, and his hundred point dial. He's got quintessence, but he starts with a, a sidestep ten super strength seventeen defense with. Uh, Involved, but he has three damage with RCE in a seven range. Yeah, and his stealth, so he can sidestep and you know shoot you, and I, that's why I found out about him. I mean, I just love the ability just to automatically give right Batman team ally. Uh, it's just that stealth stuff. So I think he's fun. I, is he totally meta? I don't know. You'd have to rebuild around him, but he's a fun piece. He's a fun piece. He's going to bring something to your team. He's going to bring more than just one thing. And you know what? He's got a little punch. And if you play him at two hundred. He's got a lot of punch. Though I don't think we've ever played him at 200. Have you? I did in one event over at the venue, but uh, I ran up against the Superman, the Chase. So uh, he, <laughs> it didn't go well. So, that's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, he definitely found his kryptonite there, but uh, he, he is really good. Uh, I know you've played him probably more than I have, but I have played him at 200. All right. So who'd you go with in common? Uh, I went with that Green Lantern number 17. Uh, just the one with the eight battery tokens thing. Uh, I had really good success with him. I just like the way he's set up. He starts off with TK and Pulse Wave, an energy shield deflection, and running shot. So he can do multiple things on your team. He's only 60 points. And then later, um, he picks up you know, barrier and RCE and sidestep. So for 60 points, you've got six clicks. You've got a guy who could hurt you, even this four damage on his printed four on click two. He's got Indom. 
and then later took an RCU. So I really, really like this figure in Southern Range when you're at it. And, and I go ahead. Sorry. The only thing is, it doesn't have pre or team ability, but, uh, but, but that's okay. He's got the JLA. Yeah, I, I, I like him. Uh, some great thing about these pieces. Uh, the Superman that's at, uh, what is he at? Superman's at like 70. Uh, mm-hmm. This one, they have some, they have some little piece that they're, they are, that keeps them from being too broken. You know, like mm-hmm. Superman, if he KOs somebody, he takes click damage. Uh, Green Lantern, he only can do a basically some kind of an attack or something eight times. Um, so they have some limitation because they're so cheap for the damage they bring and what they bring to it. And you you watched my video, you said. You just watched it. And in Lost in Clicks, I talk about him. He yep. comes up on this. And yep. him and Oracle, I think, pair well together. I mean, just as a throw-in, you know, she, if you're going to put him on the team, I always say you put Green Oracle on the team. I mean, yeah, isn't it or- Green Oracle? Yeah. She, she, she'll give him added value mm-hmm. if you ever have to bring her in. So, anyway, I, I think that's a good call. That Green Lantern is very good. All right. Moving on to rares. I used this the other night. It will show up on my video when I go over what went right for me and wrong for mark um green lantern of gotham i love that piece i love a flying batman with tk that can run out there and outwit you and has a running shot that's amazing Uh, and he can carry eight people and he has like um three damage seven range and end on he's a lot of fun he's squishy you get close to him you hit him hard he's gonna go down pretty easily however I think on top click, if you look at his first two clicks, he, if you can keep him up there, he is a difference maker. He is a difference maker. I can't find a piece you can switch him out with very well. That makes any sense. And he also gets barrier when he has two tokens. I mean, oh, yeah. he, and he starts with running shot, stealth, and phasing teleport. So he doesn't have the Batman team ability. That's my fault. But yeah, so I, I, I love it. I love him. I mean, he's a, he's a great taxi for your team. So, you got any comments on him? Well, it's funny. I when I was making my list, I, I had a brain lock, and I, I wrote down Green Lantern and Krypton, but I actually made Gotham. So you and I are in total sync on this one. I I won some matches over the Vinny with this guy. Uh, you've covered it. He's he's great if you want to have any sort of uh, swamp team. You get the Green Lantern team ability. Uh, he could be your Big time attacker as well. He, this figure is great in my opinion. So, yeah. And he starts off with stealth. The first two clicks, boot. Yeah, I mean the only <laughs> the only other two rares I'd have people just say take a moment and look at is in this set would be Green Oracle. She's a rare. I think she's really good at her fifty point value and the Ray. We've not used the Ray that much, but he intrigues me. Yeah. It's yeah. funny you bring up the Ray. I thought about a team with him on it for not this past game, but the one before that, because I had the same thought. We haven't played him very much. I think you played him once yeah. against me with all those targets, but uh, we really haven't explored him very well. 
No, and he he looks at he brings some stuff that you haven't seen in a while in clicks, and so I mean check those two out. Okay, we're gonna move to rares and I mean the super rares chases and colossals. And interesting enough, we neither chose a chase, and we all know the big chase of green arrows out there, and we all know how great it is. And but it's not one of our favorite pieces or best pieces out of this set. I do like him. We both have one. Oh yeah. You, and, and we love him. He's amazing, and we all know that. But, you know, he's not going to make our – he would make our, our top piece to get out of the set. But, you know, if we're going to look at this, we're going to pull some pieces too that we like. And so, Mark, why don't you start off because you have a piece that I like also and that you have an amazing record with. Uh, Al Jordan is my, yeah. my pick. I've had – I guess I'm undefeated with this one as well. And I've played some tournaments with him. I've played – against shape but he's just I, i've had amazing success with him he uh you know, choose the standard power and you the, the cool thing about him is being able to pick wing symbol dolphin symbol giant or tiny um that which can bump up his defense or let him move and carry some folks or just all kinds of cool things um but the the perplex power on back-to-back turns and buffing numbers by plus two, he's just been a piece that I have fallen in love with. <laughs> and it, it just continues to I, – I, I think you and I played a game the other day, and he, both of us played him, and I think you said, well, somebody's going to have a – Somebody will. So apparently that's the only way to get him to lose is to go up against himself. So, yeah. yeah. And I agree with you. I mean – I know when I first saw that figure previewed, I said, I don't know about it. You know, he's getting he's get yeah. a pick of power, but he, then he changes his symbol. But that has created so much versatility with this figure. And then he already, he already has that that perplex already on there. Um, he's he's an amazing figure. I, I love him, uh, just like you do. Uh, he's very meta. You see a lot of teams have him on there. He's an option at 90 points. He's a good call-in piece, too. And, you know, people don't realize that me and you both play our games mainly, mainly what you would consider them limited. We don't have a lot of resources. We don't play a lot of ID cards or anything like that. So we're playing figures on figures and kind of like old school. We don't have a lot of equipment. But it, he shines. He really does, and he, he he's going to shine in anything because he's so versatile. I think well, he's a really good piece. I, I think that last game we played, you you, you nailed him and hit him for four, you, and I ended up regening him back up to the top, if I remember correctly, or at least got him close to the top. It's just he's not somebody that that you can easily get out of the game, I guess. No, and I misplayed that. I, when I rolled doubles, I didn't have to knock you back. That's optional. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Because if I'd kept you there, Dormammu and Loki had their shot to finish him off. And I knew either I finished him off or it was going to be a bad game for me. It's my one shot. And sometimes you miss that shot, you misplay it. So, well, let me go over the one I chose. And he's actually a fun piece, and I keep trying to design around him. And I actually think he's meta. He has two point values, but it's the flying Batman. Batman ally and Superman ally, which I think is huge. He does have the alternate Earth trait, so that might be interesting to play around with. Um, his 140 piece is one I keep looking at because that's a great piece to pair with, I believe, the teleporter, which gives you a great piece to call stuff in on. 
However, he is a very good offensive piece with hypersonic. He does have a Superman ally, which gives him the ability to see through stealth. He has Batman ally to hide in stealth. And he's got shape change to help him kind of roll out. Uh, 18 defense is invincible to start. So, I mean, this piece is just fun. Uh, he can bring stuff to your Gotham City teams or Kryptonian teams or Batman family. He really helps out the Batman family team and Gotham City team more than anything because they don't have a lot of flyers and hypersonic mm-hmm. people. So yes. I think he is a fun, fun piece to play in these super rares. I, I like pulling him out. And I love his sculpt. His sculpt is really cool. I mean, those big wings. I love it. So what are your thoughts? I know that I've been on the receiving end of a beatdown from him with you controller. So that's what I remember. But yeah, I, I agree with you. He's a really, really good piece. Yeah, and, and you mentioned the ability to fly as a Batman is really nice to have. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes him really ultra good. Um, so let's look at the Mighty Thor. I think this one's going to be it. We both love this set. Uh, probably one of the more fun sets to play in sealed too. You get kind of crazy there playing it. But um, let's start with the commons. And I thought WizKids did an amazing job. And if you played Sealed Events, you probably got tired of seeing this piece, but I think it is a meta piece because it's going to be t- paired with Unimind, but it's Thena. Thena is an amazing piece for 125 points. I'm going to have to quit saying amazing. I say it way too much. must not be amazing if I'm going to say it that much. But Thena is great in the fact that she's got running shot. She has a three damage, and she does Psychic Blast. She's got Power Cosmic. She's got 11 uh, attack. She's got 11 running shot. She's got 7 range. And then she has that ability that if she turns off her power cosmic and gives herself willpower and perplex, she can, if she perplexes herself, she can do it plus 2. So then all of a sudden she's got this huge range. This huge running shot of, goes from a 6 to an 8 because the plus 2 is added after replacement or added after the you, you replace them modify. So that's just crazy. I mean, it's just a crazy ability, or she can drop it on her damage, and she can do a five running shot on you. So I just think for a common to have that kind of power potential is huge for Heroclix. I mean, that's it's a figure everybody can have, and she has a lot of versatility. And I think she stands on her own outside of Unimind uh, just as well as anybody at 125. I think when they were doing the previews of this set, I don't remember if you and I talked about it, but I remember thinking, you know, turning off your power cosmic king ability, that seems risky, but in actual play, um, it's been just a, a huge uh, advantage to be able to, to pick and choose. It almost forced uh, me to try to play more uh, outwitters against you to, to counteract this whole thing, which then my outwitters are are neutralized because you just leave power cosmic on. So it's, it's, it's very difficult to, to counter. Oh yeah. I agree with you. So this is a great piece. Okay, cool. What about you? What'd you go with? I went with a sort of an odd one, but just because primarily for the fun aspect of it. And you mean the you, annoying aspect of it? You, you remember this particular <laughs> game. I do. Uh, but I picked the, the stone men of Saturn, the 20 point version. And I paired them with the Green Lantern team of the closest individual. <laughs> and I had this, what did you call it? Moving wall of pain yeah. that I kept bringing. And yes, moving wall of pain that took down my General Zod Superman. Yeah, they kept 
playing a, uh, a an evasive maneuver into and these guys just they get up there on top of you they're they're attacking defenses high um they've got empower to keep the the, uh, the damage up and they just they just work it down um, um yeah because i think you had 20 it. points it was just a lot of fun it's just a lot of fun didn't you have a defend person behind them no uh, well, keep in mind when they're all together, their defense goes up by plus one. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So that's oh, right. I think I had three of them, uh, and this was, I was only limited by my actual owning of the figures. So I think <laughs> they all had eighteen defense to start against you. Yeah, it's crazy. So. It's crazy. Once they're all together as this moving wall of pain, they turn into pain, and it becomes this annoying factor. And of course, you would like them at twenty points. They're really not that huge on your build total. Um, they fit your swarm mentality. And they just drive you crazy. So yeah, you know, it, it, I remember after the game, you were you were commenting on how you, the best to attack that that strategy, and it was obviously to get behind them and get rid of the taxi. Yeah, uh, but that was that was easier said than done as well. So yeah, and I did not do that. I didn't take that. I did not realize that at the time. And allowed them to be more of a threat than it needed to be because really their weakness is their inability to move that much. I mean, they get mm-hmm. sidestep if one of them moves, but I didn't realize that. And if you see a lot of stone men in Saturn, figure out what's carrying them around and go kill it. Yeah. And and then that plotting, go after the wall. Go after what's behind the walls. <laughs> that's right. Go after the the uh, wall mover, the the earth mover that's moving them around. Because otherwise, they're like a glacier. They take forever to get across the board. You know? I, just say, I just say I brought a wall and I made Shay pay for it. So There you go. That's my political joke. Right <laughs> yeah, so. you did. did <laughs> All right. So let's go to Uncommon. Why don't you start us? What was your pick? Now, I think it's an uh, obvious pick. Yeah, really. This I went with yeah, the Captain Obvious selection here, Jane Foster. Um, 30 points. Um, not easy to target if you're more than 75 points. You can't draw one fire. Um, you know, in, in a pinch, you can swap her out with with the 17 Thor. But the the reason she's on your team is for the support, and she can heal even when somebody's adjacent to her. And as Guardian Avengers keywords are also a plus. So, and she's well dressed in the in the skull. So. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. I've seen you play Jane a lot, and I've played Jane a lot. So, I mean, she's she's almost an autoplay if you want to heal her. I mean, she yeah. if you compare her to Night Nurse, which is who's the other great healer at twenty points, she just beats her with the keywords, which I think are very important now with map selection and and, pro, and theme team prop because she yeah. can help you with that. And like you said, there's also a chance if. If you don't kill her first and you kill somebody else on a team, she'll pop into an offensive piece. Right. And depending on what you roll, she can pop into a very offensive piece. Yeah. So uh, I, I think she's a definite meta piece. Uh, she's a great character in this set, and she's almost an autoplay if you're playing sealed, usually. Usually she's pretty close to an autoplay. Yeah, she's if you. Especially if you anything really, so yeah, and and especially if you have that number seventeen Thor, also absolutely easy to go. Okay, I went I went a little different, and this is actually a figure. You're gonna say, well, how can this be your favorite figure? Well, because I keep coming back to it, and I want to use it. I'm trying to understand it, and we've just not had had the uh, chance to use it. 
but it has to be executioner blood and his blood axe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the blood axe and its ability to give you uh, battle fury. Uh, hold on, it gives you battle fury, and it will give you. Um, Steel energy or something? No, steel energy. Uh, it gives you steel energy and. Um, oh, Battle Fury, Exploit Weakness, Steel Energy. Yeah, which are all yeah. great. And he Brutal. gives you pretty much good attack values all the way across. He kind of goes down and ramps back up towards his end. He gets Flurry, he has Masters of Evil, which pairs well with the steel energy. Your ability to continually push and the steel energy keep you on the same click means that he never has to stop. Masters of Evil allows you to continually go every time, kind of like Colossal Stamina. You just yep. take a click of damage. So I think those two pair well together. Uh, most people talk about his prime. We didn't put any primes on here because I think they're kind of hard to get. The uh, But I love the Executioner. I think I'm going to put him on. He's 120 points. He could be a call-in device, but I really think him – you're just going to push him and just let him just go kill somebody. He's got end dom. So if you kind of look at that, he can move nine and then charge five. So that's a 14 square run. You're not going to be able to carry him, but then he can run in there and do a steel energy and pretty much do an exploit weakness for four. And if you have shape change, he, he ignores it with his battle fury. So, and he continually can do that. Once he bases you, he can continually just sit there and hammer on you until you die. And if you do knock him on his last click, he jumps up to 19 defense. Flurry, 11 attack with four damage. I mean, you're not going to want to be around for that either. And if he if he can heal any, that's even more ridiculous. So that's why I chose him. I think he's a good uncommon. Try him out. Have fun with him. I don't know if he's meta, but he should be fun. And his axe is definitely meta. You're going <laughs> to see it. I mean, that's where it's going to come down to you. His axe is pretty meta, I think. Oh. I think we talked about using the axe with Worldbreaker Hulk or, uh, you know, some of the Hulks that run around and just beat people to death with it. Oh, yeah, exploit weakness with a steel energy probability to keep him on a click, especially when he's doing his Colossal Stamina. I think it works really well with Colossal Stamina. It works great with Colossal Stamina. All right. All right, so let's go to rares. Uh, I'm going to choose somebody that I have played against, I have been wanting to play, and he's just not fit on the team. But I see so much potential in him, and he's a fun piece. And when I I have played him once, and I thought he was pretty fun, but every time I played against him, he just gets better and better. So uh, that's got to be Zarko the Tomorrow Man. And why do I like him? He's kind of weird. But if you have Asgardians on your team or you're playing against Asgardians, it doesn't matter about Line of Fire. He gets problem with with them. Yeah, I mean, he can probably an Asgardian anywhere on the map. He also has the ability to drop a portal token. And as a free action, he can drop it or teleport beside the, the uh, token and heal. So he has this ability to heal. So you can sit there and poop out all these tokens in the first little bit of your game. I mean, he's not really that expensive. And then as you're pooping them out, you can then go back and teleport yourself back over there to kind of pop out and everybody loves prob and it's a very important power to have so Zarko the tomorrow man if you've not played him he's fun and he's he's 55 points and six clicks long wow that's that's less than 10 points a click and you're getting a prober i mean come on what's not to love about that i mean his first his first three clicks give him the ability to do that anywhere on the board as guardian but 
He has his as a trait for his time cube. So, what are your thoughts on? I know you've not played him much, have you? I don't Zarko. think I, I don't have a Zarko, and it's funny I haven't really looked at him. And so, walking, listening to you talk about it, looking at his style, I actually would like to get one of these. And part of it is we've been playing a lot of Asgardian stuff because of Thor. That'd be the only negative. It, maybe later on, he's not. It's not quite as effective, but he he still has props, so that's not a negative. But it is a good piece. Oh yeah. Well, I look at piece. it. Yeah, I look at him and I go, well, if I put him on a team, he's also got psychic blast. Only four range, but he's got psychic blast, sidestep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would put him on a team with an Asgardian, and then no matter where that Asgardian is, I always have probability control on his attack. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's huge. So, but 55 points. I don't know. He's pretty cool. So, uh, what did you go with? I actually had a hard time picking here because there's several pieces right through here. And I, you're probably surprised I didn't pick Tyrannus, but. I, um, I, I, I was surprised I, I <laughs> Tyrannus. I'm, I'm going to be also surprised the uh, Destroyer because you liked him. Yeah, he was amazing the one game. And I, I'll use the word amazing. The, I know. I think I've only played the one game, and he just owned the, the entire board. But oh my the, gosh, that's during my <laughs> losing streak. That he was kept, nasty. He kept, kept one shotting all your guys because <laughs> I had some perplex behind him. Oh, you had Eric. You had you. you had Eric Masterson behind him. I was like, oh my gosh, this is worthless. I'm getting killed. I think he one shotted four of your guys to get them out of the game. So yeah, um, it's bad. It's bad. Maybe I'm thinking about it. Maybe you've changed my mind. But actually, all kidding aside, I'm with the Pluto. Um, I played him. I think just once or twice. But I like the fact that you've got a high point piece, even if you're only playing at the 125. Uh, but you have the chance to, to uh, generate all these warriors little bystanders. So it's a, a little bit of a temple guy with, uh, with some swarm stuff. And I know when we played, um, I put a bunch of 50-point characters with him on my team. Oh, my God. Knowing, knowing that if anybody KO'd, boom, I'm popping out these warrior soul bystanders. And it was, it was an interesting game, uh, to say the least. But uh, it was quite effective. Is that a 400-point game? I'm trying to remember, Shay. I think yeah. I put him at I think I put him at two hundred, and then I filled out the other two hundred points on my team with four fifty point pieces, and it worked. Yeah, so. you did, and he's so hard because he also has two stop clicks at the end. Correct, which makes him so bad because it has regen on it. And then here's the here's the even nastier part. So he's probably one of the few figures that could regen all the way back up top of his doll at one hundred twenty five. I mean, because if you look at it, he can regen off of his stop click onto another regen, and his stop clicks are 18 and 19, and they're pretty good attack values. Uh, he's got pulse wave to start. Uh, he's he's going to he's got perplex and probability control, but only when he attacks. But he also has protected outwit, meaning that he's protected from outwit on his first click. Indom, seven range, mystics. Lots to love about this guy. Only 125. He's packing a lot. He's going to be hard to kill. I like him. I've played him before. Yeah, the only negative is you know you've got to have somebody carrying him around, especially at one twenty five. He has no move. He has no uh, move powers at all until his end, where he picks up phasing and shocking leap. I used to. I think I was having Doctor Strange toting him around. So, so, uh, who happened to be fifty point piece? So, yeah, that was a pretty nice 
nice combo there. And the Warrior Souls, in case you're not familiar, Blades, 10 attack, 17 defense with super senses and phasing with two damage. So yeah. they're not anything you can ignore. Yeah, and he's um, he's probably on his 125 click, the better one because you can build a better team around him. Yeah. His one downside is his damage doesn't ramp up until towards the stop clicks. Right, he's but not a damage dealer by any means. I think I think he's a great, and we don't use this a lot. I know Mark, you don't have a lot of these, but I think with X Men, this is going to come up. He's a great call in piece. At 125 points, there's a lot of pieces he can call in using ID cards, mm-hmm. and so he can call in a piece to kill you with to uh, to you know have a better damage with like a Nick Fury or something like that, or a Superman, and let them hit you really hard, <clears throat> and then he can use his perplex to help them with it. He won't be able to use his prob but on his first click, but you're going to have a hard time killing him. You're going to have a hard time stopping this guy from calling yeah. in people. So yeah, I, mean, I think that's it. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, I think we said it already, but he has mystics as well. So that, that extra annoyance. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to come to the last one. This is it. The super rares and chase and colossals. Uh, I'll go first, and there's no surprise here. Is I pulled this. I pulled this piece twice. I pulled it in a sealed event and lost because Zarko. I'll just be honest. Zarko did me in, and uh, um, and some bad rolls. And uh, he's also. I pulled him in my case, and I just enjoyed playing him. And I think there's a lot of sh- uh, trickery stuff you can do with him. And you played with him too. But it's Thor Odinson, the title character. I love his title character ability. I love his start and click with his hypersonic super strength, twelve damage, twelve attack, uh, four damage with nineteen defense in in uh, invincible, and his ability with seven range to he can earn a plot point if he hits you with a range attack and shoots, and he can get a plus one plot point if he shoots somebody else and that's pretty cool because plot points are really cool or he can use he can spend a plot point and pretty much teleport an asgardian beside him and heal a click both of them get to heal a click and since he places the asgardian beside him they get to do an action so he pretty much can run across the board while you keep your guy safe and then teleport him up into the action so i think there's a lot of shenanigans that can go on with him I think he's fun. His damage isn't too high. He's only 175 points, so he leaves a lot of room to build around. Um, I wish his damage was a little higher, but you know what? There's always something you wish. Is he meta? I think there's more efficient pieces out there. It's a little expensive for that, but he's close. He's at bottom tier meta. At your local venue, he's going to be a beast, and he is a beast in the games we play since they're more limited and it's more figures. I think he's a beast. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, you have owned me with Mr. Thor Odinson, so <laughs> I, I have nothing negative to say other than you, you play him better than, than, I, than I do, at least so far. So, uh, well, yeah, he, he's okay. a really good piece. And, you know, we haven't talked about these title characters. I actually considered using the, the Strange out of Defender, Avengers Defenders as one of my favorite pieces, but they're a lot of fun. People are avoiding them because they're not they're not sure how to play them. They're really not that difficult, and it provides a little extra level of of complexity. But it's worth it and when you when you when you read through the card and if you don't understand, just ask some questions. But this guy's a lot of fun to play. 
I am. And I know I saw, and I'd never done it before because I was only, I've only focused on his two first two title abilities, but um, Scott Crampton at the Rock Team Championships was running one and he was trying to build him up to eight plot points. Well, that'd be brutal. And that way, every time you took an action, you had to take another action token. So he could really start locking down your team. Yeah, in a tournament, I got Strange, the, the Strange up and activated his, you know, his top power. And so you get, I think, a free prob every every turn. And so that really came in handy as yes. well. So sometimes we overlook, we go for that early gratification on those title mm-hmm. characters. And if you go for that later one, it can really have a huge hit. I mean, you have to work. But it can have a huge impact on the game. Oh, huge. Yeah, that's a that's a game changer if you got him up to eight. Oh yeah. Oh oh, that could that could especially if you're you're not in a bad position. That could pretty much win you the game. Yeah, it would. All right. So what's yours? Well, I guess on that theme, and only because I think this figure has been fun to play. I've played what, two or three games against you, Shay, but I think the Loki agent of Asgard, um, he is. Tough to kill. He's by no means your alpha character or anything like that on your team, but he's 60 points. He starts off with good combo with stealth and precision strike and a pretty good defense, 18 with combat reflexes and exploit weakness. So, you, you know, most people have got to get up there on him and he's going to deal some pain. He's got seven clicks deep, picks up perplex, you know, uh, blades, etc. But his title character ability allows him to heal. Uh, and as Shay knows, Shay popped him up a couple of times in different games. And before, before too long, he was back at the, at the top of his dial. And I think he was my last guy standing every time I played him. Uh, he just, he, he just, he's just a lot of fun. So. Uh, I agree. And you know, I, I don't own one, so I've not been able to play one. But playing against him, I just saw how tough he is to kill and just how annoying he can be. And I kind of liked – I mean, I liked him. And I actually – you know, we play against each other and we see figures the way the other one's using it. I'm like, I need to go look how much he costs. I probably need to order one Yeah. because I, I like to play with him. And I agree with you. I think those title characters are fun. And this one, he's pretty cool, and he's really low-costed. Really yeah, low 60, cost. Yeah, for 60. Uh, so it, he's definitely a, a, a good figure. And if people haven't picked up on it, when Chase says a piece is annoying, that usually means I will play that piece again and again and again. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and, and I appreciate it because I have to learn how to deal with it, but yeah. I don't like it at the time. <laughs> and so it's, it's that one you look at and you go, oh, my gosh, got to do this again. Okay, I'm going to figure this guy out sooner or later. So, and you know what? That that's our review of the four sets. That's our favorites. You know, we've been playing them a lot. I say we played a lot of games, haven't we, Mark? I say, yeah. You know, we probably do need to give a small uh, comment here that Unimind is obviously an amazing, amazing piece, and the word yeah. "amazing" fits. We we just went with something else just to mix it up. But I don't know if either of us have lost game with Unimind either. So. No, no, he's he is just amazing, and um, we like the chases too. I've been playing the heck out of Beta Ray Bill. Uh, Mark's finding out how much fun Beta Ray Bill and Mangog get along together. Yeah. 
him protecting Bader, him pe- protecting Mangog as Mangog makes his way slowly to the other starting area. Um, so, and you know, you can't get him to work right yet, but you will soon. Is that big the the Thor with the mighty hammer? You know, yeah, I've not had any success with him. Then the other piece out of this set is the starter Hulk, the fifty point Hulk. Oh my gosh! You know, played that, and then the Loki on that starter set is kind of cool with the. Both those are amazing. And we don't have a carnage. We've seen its disruptive power. But I love Mangog. And we have I have started warming up to Flora. I mean when it heals, it becomes this annoying piece to kill. It definitely changes. If you bring if you put Flora out there as a retaliator and then she's able to heal, then suddenly she's a an attacker. An yeah. attacker, uh, not that she's super effective at that point, but I know it's been a factor for both games that you and I played. Oh, yeah. And, and and the problem is is that she, she's annoying in the fact that once she heals, that means it will take two shots to kill her. Two. Yes. Two of your actions in a 300-point game is 67% of your turn. Yeah. I think the game we played where I used her, I got her up to click 15 or 16. I could never get her to the... Uh, Close combat expert, you kept dinking her every now and then, but it, she's definitely hard to kill. Well, you have to, you have to target her, and yeah. that's when we were playing her a little wrong. But yeah, she can target and she can hit, and so I, you know, uh, PJ Brolin just swears by her. I mean, he would fill six of them if he could, or seven of them. I, I forget. I saw a picture of him filling like more than three. That's just crazy. Seeing all those figures running around, but you can imagine how annoying that would be because she's only ten points. Oh my gosh! I think Groot, I think Groot is kind of interesting with the ability to heal. Oh, that's and true. And she puts the action token, so in theory, you could do some damage. But he also heals. That's kind of neat. And he's got high attack and. Yeah. yeah, he just doesn't move much, so he's more of a retaliator. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's a brick back there. So. You know, and and I've been turned on to the fact that Miss Marvel's a great taxi for 15 points Avengers team. She can move 10, yeah. so she can carry somebody when she moves for 10 spaces because her Avengers team build gives her plus one. The carrier carrying somebody will knock her down from an 11 to a 10 because of. Plus one to Avengers kind of cancels out. But that's a lot of movement. And she can carry a flyer that's standard size mm-hmm. as an Avenger. So I think that's huge. I mean, she could carry Iron Man. Come on, Iron Man. You know? Well, then, and then her attack value goes up and she's giant. Or if you drop her down to tiny, pops up her defense. So she's... Well, she can't do that on her colossal one. Right, right. I'm just talking about in general using her. Yeah. Video. If you use her on her different point dial. Yeah. So. You know, that's, that's our review. Um, it's what we've been kind of going over. That was as amazing, as awesome. Uh, I, can I use any other words I use all the time? Sure, why it was, not? It was stupendous. Stupendous. Wow, thanks. There we go. There's <laughs> our, our human thesaurus there, Marty McFly. <laughs> Just out of the Coast Guard. Anyway. <laughs> You're dating yourself, Marty. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm about to pull that movie out. I'm about to watch all three of them right in a row because I have nothing better to do. But um, that's awesome. 
there I go again. Uh, I did have some viewer questions. We're not going to have time to do all of them, but I want to do the first three and I want to save the other three for my next podcast. But the first three come from Malcolm Rush because in Japan he doesn't get to play, so but he does get to ask a lot of questions. And we really love you, Malcolm Rush, and all the questions you provide. But um, he asked us which HeroClix is most stuff for its clicks. So much stuff it could cost way more than it should be. So much stuff it should cost. It should cost way more than it should be. So, Mark, um, do you think there's a figure out there that's way too undercosted? That they're so stuffed out. If you think that e- even to you, you're like, ah, that probably should have came in at a, a higher point value. Oh, let me think about that for a second. Um, that's a great question. No, oh, it is. I mean, it's, it's one that you think that, wow, this is a highly effective piece that I think for its point value is kind of crazy. I think the uh, obvious choice would be a Jakeem but they've kind of neutered him a little bit. Goblin King, when he first came out at 75 points, was probably uh, the biggest stuff thing around. Uh, Jakeem has been that. Uh, could it be Unimind at 150? Yeah, that's, that's funny. I just look, was looking at Unimind's point totals again. He really is brutal at 150. He, he's, he's brutal in the effect of his ability to – Wow. Yeah. Uh, for every two Eternals, also get another plus two. So he's really got two plus two perplexes that he can use on anything. And that's just kind of devastatingly good for 150 points. I know he looks like a short dial, but he's so hard to kill on that dial with a stop click and all that. I, I, I don't think he's very hard to one-shot. I mean, to kill him, you have to have a team kind of built around it. So I think he is our overstuffed man of the year don't you? Yeah. It, other than Green Arrow, can you one-shot him? Because he's got that stop click. Uh, you can't even. Uh, I don't even think. See, Green Arrow will kill him. I mean, Green Arrow can cut through his stop click. Right. So if you get Green Arrow's damage up to five. Well, the unfortunate part is that if you're facing a green arrow, all Unimind does is take a defensive power from one of the other ones, and green arrow's power doesn't work against that. It's, not, it's oh, what's yeah. on your dial. So mm-hmm. you, can slow them, you can slow them down that way, or you can not worry about it, and green arrow can kill them, but then it's going to pop the three Eternals anyway. Yeah, yeah. So at 165, he's ridiculous. And at 10 range, you've used him against me, and you have devastated me. He can shoot out of adjacency. Is that his improved targeting? He ignores hindering terrain. Yeah. He can make range attacks, may target. Opposing characters, yeah. May target adjacent or not adjacent opposing characters. He's got that stop click that has regen on it. He has outwit. I mean, he's a calling machine. He is overstuffed. He is our overstuffed man of the year, best dressed (laughs) The the green unitard himself, Unimind. All right. Uh, what's the best and worst overweight figure in Heroclix? Huh. Wow. And we can go back sometimes. I'm going to say the worst one. The worst one to look at was, uh, who's it, the blob? You remember that whole blob? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. That was, a, was he critical mass or something like that? Man, that oh, man, that's an ugly skull. I mean, it's the worst over. That's awful. It really was awful. He, he, he was awful. So the best and worst over – and I'm going on looks, and he was the worst. Uh, probably the best. What's the best overweight figure in Hero Clicks? Um, 
Hmm. Best overweight figure. I thought the um, keypin sculpt of Avengers Defenders War looked look cool. Okay, I agree with you. About, I mean, that was a really cool looking figure. I thought. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Kingpin. I, I, I hadn't thought of him. He is. So I'm. I'm gonna agree with you on that. That best one. Played with that. I, I got that that click just because I like the sculpt. I haven't actually played with it. Not a single time. Oh, okay. So. Okay. His last question is biggest turkey in HeroClix. I'm trying to decide what. I guess the first one's overstuffed. I guess this is the most overcosted <laughs> figure in HeroClix. The worst one. You pull him, you go, oh my gosh, I'll never use this figure. He's a waste of my time. Um, <sighs> you know, thinking of that, I maybe I have a, uh, I have a, uh, just a bad bad mojo about this but i have that feeling for about any colossus ever made it's or just it's funny that you say that because that's one of your favorite that, that's your favorite character right Comic him and spider-man him and spider-man my two favorite characters and i go back and forth game, we had we picked a 150 point or more character for the other guy and i picked him for you because i know you liked him and he was not very effective in that game, if I remember correctly. No, he is a moving, just hit me and kill me. I'm not, he, he's going to be better with the advent of he, there's his uh, ID calling card. So calling him in for one turn, you know, it's kind of like you can get your piece in a position and you can call him in for one turn. He's going to be an amazing piece. Yeah. But to be taken up, instead of five points, 150 points or 75 points on your team, he's not – I've not seen a Colossus that just wows me. So if I'm going to say the biggest turkey, and that's because I love him here at Whiskey. Since I love him, he becomes my biggest turkey because I've not had a click that I'm like, oh, he can just rock it. You know, and it might be his design anyway. I know the old days, that was always the problem, the, the bricks, you know, like – like a Colossus or a, a thing. Oh, yeah. Some of those guys are a wrecker. Well, you know, they were just plotted across the map and they didn't have anything to hide in or any good movement and they just got sniped until they were you know, toast. Yeah. That's, that's where the old protected feet helped out. Yeah, you had these big figures. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good example. So, what about you? You have biggest turkey? The, the figure they just can't get, you know, it's just, I take it as a waste. I, I, I'm just going to add my own interpretation, and I'm going to say answer a figure that is good that I have not been able to make work. Okay. <laughs> so I'll answer the question, and it is the Chase Thor out of okay. As you know, I, I, I'm winless with that poor guy. He's the he's the anti worker for me. I just I, I have no luck with him. It's, it's partially bad play. Uh, but you would think he'd be amazing. Hundred sixty points, Mjolnir equipped. I just can't make it happen. So I know I can understand. You know, and yeah, I don't know what it is with what's been going on with you and that guy. I don't know if it's been the teams I go up against him with, but he's easier to handle than Thor Odinson. I believe. Yeah, yeah I've become a fan of Odinson over him. But and, and there's cool things about him, and I remember. The first game we had, I made a mistake early, and I was in a big hole, and then I came back. But it was – you ended up winning at the end. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, um, 
I think that's it. That's what we wanted to do. Go over. You know, the set drops tomorrow. Uh, off the top of your head, Mark, what you what what figure do you hope to pull out of this? If you had, if you said one figure, I really want this is what I really want. Yeah, you and I talked last night about this. I, obviously, the chase figures are really cool, and it's tough to pick. But I think I'd like to get the Batman God knowledge. Okay, I agree. I don't think they're overpowered. Understand? I don't think they're overpowered. Yeah, they're cheap. Two two hundred point figures plus. I mean, you're gonna pay. Yeah, but they're fun. They look like they'll be fun to play with, you know. And I think uh, could they be meta? I don't know, but they'll be fun at your venue. I mean, I just I just want to hear you say that piece is annoying. That's my goal. Oh, uh, he will be that Batman. <laughs> that Batman. That Batman drives me crazy. Um, I just noticed they dropped a couple more here. I had to look down. Uh, I would probably go with um, the piece I'm going to look forward to and I hope I get and really want you're right we'll probably focus on the super rares and the um, chases I told you that last night I was kind of looking at uh, Grail but if I really had to put it, Shazam. I'm a Shazam fan. Yeah. Shazam, God of Gods. I think I, he might be pretty cool. I think the chase figures are going to be fun and expensive to buy, but the, the Flash is also really cool. Um, there's just a lot of cool figures here. I thought about... Um, okay, it's just top of my head. That Flash is really cool at 125, uh, mm-hmm. 14 speed, 19 defense. Got the quintessence. Four damage, eleven precision strike, and he comes traded steel energy. That's just crazy stupid. Uh, he's gonna be tough. To be yeah, so I can see that he he'd be a fun one. He's gonna be one that at one hundred twenty five points fits great on some meta teams. Oh yeah, you see 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 some play, or it'd be a call in for a meta team at one hundred twenty five is a valid option. Um, well, I mean, that's about all we had. Uh, we're all excited. Uh, are you getting a case tomorrow? I didn't. I, I hope so. Let's just say it's not confirmed, but I, but I will get a case soon. Just I don't, I'm not sure about tomorrow. Yeah, mine is on order. It should be there tomorrow. I'm going to go pick it up right after school. Yes, my priorities are in, in line. I am going to kick <laughs> kids out of my class. I'm going to do my bus duty, and you're going to see the vapor trail immediately after as I get going. Um so I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping to get this podcast out on the same day, Harley Quinn. So if you're listening into this podcast, no, we did not go over Harley Quinn. This is we're going to go over stuff that's in the past because we have a tendency to forget about it. There's some great pieces out there. We just shared our favorites. I appreciate Mark for joining me, Mr. Fantastic himself. A little bloody, a little bruised, but you know what? He stretches and snaps right back every time. So, uh, and, and, and if you have trouble picturing Mark, please pull up. Uh, any Alex B. Keaton photo or Marty McFly photo, and you'll see a dead ringer for Mark Malone. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, John Carl, thanks for uh, support and playing. Uh, also hooking up with me to play online games. I can tell you, Mark, I played another online game with somebody. Uh, John Carl. Uh, it's fun. 
And it was, it was really cool. We did a did a little match while he was on the road working. So I appreciate it. If anybody else wants to hook up with us to play games online, I'm always open to it. Uh, there will be rock tournaments coming out. Uh, they've already confirmed we'll have some online rock tournaments. So that'll be interesting to find out how that kind of works. I'd like to thank also uh, a lot of uh, Symbio and all my other guests that have been on there. Uh, if you have a chance, please check out T3 Podcast or check out Alpha Strike or Starting Over Podcast. All podcasts I listen to, uh, Rule of Three, Two Clips from KO, uh, Married with Clips, all great podcasts. Always look to expand your knowledge. And uh, if, you have any e- if you have any comments or concerns or questions, please email me at lostinclicks at gmail.com or contact me on AC Realms under the ID of Colossus TN. You can like our Facebook page. You can search on Facebook by typing in at HeroClix Borderlands. Uh, please go to our YouTube channel, HeroClix Borderlands, and I say our because there's more than one of me, I believe, in this, not at all. There's only me. And uh, you can go check out my Lost in Click series, and I'll be putting up a new one hopefully this week. Love to hear your new WKO ideas and teams. If you're looking for an online match or have a team you want me to play against my new team, contact me. Love to hear from other viewers Viewers going to WKO. Please rate and review the podcast under iTunes. And just remember, when you're playing Heroclix, keep rolling double sixes because when you roll double sixes, you never miss. We're out of here. Thanks. Thanks.